You're listening to Intentional Optimists, the podcast for unconventional leaders, where you'll find inspiration, learn to discover and develop your own strengths, and hear from inspiring women just like you who are making a difference in their community. Who knows, you just might find yourself stepping up as the next unconventional leader right where you are. I'm your host, Andrea Johnson, the original Intentional Optimist. My publicity bio states that my personal philosophy of intentional optimism is a comprehensive approach to personal growth and leadership training viewed through the lens of hope. Now, it's easy to put flowery words on paper and say things that sound good, but how do you back that up? What does the lens of hope actually mean? Well, that's what I want to share with you today. Welcome to episode 18. Let's talk about hope. Now, as a quick reminder, the six main tenets of intentional optimism are optimistic, present, courageous, energetic, wise, and intentional. Now, each one of those six tenets is in turn supported by three main pillars, and hope is one of the three pillars that supports being optimistic. Intentional optimism is loosely based on Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 31, where we find our fascinating, strong, competent, well-rounded, and worldly wise woman who is so confident in her skin that she literally laughs at the days to come or stands without fear of the future, depending on which translation you look at. And right now, in the winter of 2020, there aren't many of us actually doing either one of those things. This is when I find it very helpful to have real truth and solid principles to fall back on. Sometimes what I see with my eyes can look really bleak, but I believe it's just only my vision. It's not reality. That's where hope steps in. Hope is a filter through which we view the future. Obviously, for me, hope is based in my faith, but I think that it's based in that for pretty much anyone, no matter where you fall on that faith spectrum. Hope falls into that realm of belief where you must be willing to step away from what you can see, taste, or touch and just believe, because the future is where life is lived. It is in front of us, facing forward. The amazing Hawaiian musician Israel Kamakawiwa Ole, or is as he liked to go by, and please, all of my Hawaiian friends, give me grace on that because I know I've probably butchered it. He put out his best-selling album in 1993 entitled Facing Future. You've probably heard his beautiful Over the Rainbow and What a Wonderful World medley from that album. But I have not been able to shake the vision of the album cover. He's literally facing away from the camera and toward a rainbow on the horizon. You see, when hope is present, there's an expectation of something really good around the bend. My friend, Lee McCraw-Levitt, said in episode three, by the way, you can't see what's around the corner until you actually go around the corner. And to me, that illustrates that hope isn't just this ethereal idea. It's real. It propels us forward and provides us space for a self-fulfilling prophecy. We expect good things. Remember, expectations are thoughts which then changes how we act today, and we begin to do things that prepare us for the future yet to come. We end up changing our direction and destination. Now the lens of hope then shows me possibilities. Hope is possibility embodied. The possibility that my circumstance, result, whatever, will be different or better than it is right now. Hope is options. It gives us the ability to ask, What if? 
if we think we have no options, we feel stuck and defeated. And I accidentally used the word stuck in an Instagram response the other day, and I had to go in and reply to myself because I didn't want to imply that I had or thought I had no options. Hope is that intangible thing that helps us believe and understand that no matter how limited the choices may seem right this very second, there's usually an answer or a solution we've yet to see. Of course, there's always exceptions, and there are times we do need to accept a circumstance or a fact and just move on. But the presence of hope allows us to do exactly that. So, how do I ask more questions? And what would they be? Well, what if I asked for help? What if I asked for wisdom? The Apostle James said to ask God for wisdom. After all, he's generous and doesn't mind handing it out. But I start with the basic who what, when, where, why, and how. The thing is, as soon as you start asking, amazingly, options just begin to present themselves. As a coach, this is one of the most valuable things I do for my clients and usually achieves the most results. I ask the questions. I ask why or why not. I ask how, when, and the biggie, what if. Now, the willingness to ask those questions sets you on a path to discover all that the future could or can hold. Just be willing to get a little curious. Curiosity is like turning on the tap and allowing the water to flow. All the greatest inventions and discoveries in the world were born out of curiosity. Someone was willing to ask, what if, why, or how? When we use the lens of hope to cultivate curiosity and see possibilities, Hope allows me to truly change my perspective. This is where curiosity absolutely blossoms. What if I look at it from a different angle? My view can't possibly be the only one, and hope gives me the courage to step away from my vantage point just enough to catch a glimpse of another angle. The picture totally shifts. It's like zooming in or out on your camera lens. Let me give you an example. Imagine you're on top of the Eiffel Tower. Gorgeous views of Paris, the city of lights. Iconic, inspirational location. Now, I use this example because I promised my son I'll take him there one day. So, you hold up your phone and you take a selfie. Amazing! You're on top of the Eiffel Tower, y'all. I have goosebumps. (laughs) Now, turn it around and take a beautiful shot of the Trocadero Gardens. Another amazing photo, right? But you also have this really cool feature on your camera called a panoramic view. With this feature, you can capture all of it. The Arc de Triomphe, the riverboats on the Seine. That's what opening up your perspective is like. All of those Paris landmarks were present and available when you were taking the selfie. But you couldn't see them. They're also all available when you turn your phone around to the northwest just to get an aerial shot of the gardens. But you still couldn't see all of them. It wasn't until you turned on the panoramic view that you could take it all in. Y'all, if I had just a penny for every time my perspective has shifted in the last three to five years, I would be stinking rich. Lordy. But this is also what has helped me fully relinquish that need to be right all the time. I don't have all the answers tied up with a pretty bow any longer. And contrary to my previous fears, not fitting everything into my own neat little tiny even, perspective box has given me peace and freedom 
As soon as you allow yourself to see what's out there, learn from your circumstances and the people in your life, you'll see that there are always options, endless possibilities. We just need the lens of hope to be able to see them. Now, before you assume that I'm always positive, never discouraged, and easily practice all of these principles, you need to know that I have to consciously tell myself to remember them. That's why they're an integral part of the tenet of being optimistic. 2020 has provided exceptional challenges to being able to view anything through the lens of hope. But it's necessary. I'm noticing patterns in my own thoughts, behaviors, and struggles. December seems to be a month that I wrestle with fatigue, discouragement, and burnout. Wow, that's a shocker, right? This December, I'm asking myself to look a little more closely at those patterns and determine if they serve me or not, meaning, are they issues I need to work through or overcome, or are they just natural rhythms that I need to accept and embrace and stop stressing over? So I have to consciously look through that lens of hope, ask the questions, and allow myself to see other perspectives. And to that end, I'm going to do a little bit of practicing what I teach, and I'm going to take a couple of weeks off from my podcast in December. I'm going to take that time to reflect, examine some of those patterns, ask myself the questions, and be present with my family. But don't worry, though. I actually have two other podcasts I'm going to share with you. On one, I'm actually the guest, so you'll hear me from a completely different perspective. And on the other, I'm part of a roundup episode on the topic of resilience, which is the perfect thing to round out 2020. I'll be sharing all of them on my social media channels, so keep an eye out there. Now, do you want to start looking through the lens of hope too? Here's how you get started. Of course, I always begin with questions. If hope is a filter through which we view the future, do you believe tomorrow will be good? If you don't, this is definitely the place to start. Ask yourself why and be willing to go from there. If you say you do believe tomorrow will be good, do you doubt it? Why? Sometimes we have to take a deeper, more meaningful look at our thoughts and beliefs in order to determine what is holding us back from believing this foundational concept. Now, the lens of hope also shows me possibilities. So can you see possibilities? I submit they are endless. Do you doubt you have options? Maybe you see some, but you fear them and you don't like them. Now is the time to get curious and start asking the basics, who, what, when, why, where, and how, but let those answers surprise and encourage you. But if hope allows me to truly change my perspective, how narrow is yours? Because as we saw in the Eiffel Tower example, it really actually matters. Do you doubt your perspective can change? Are you afraid of other people's perspectives? Remember how all those Paris landmarks were present and available no matter which direction you pointed your camera? It's the same thing in life. Just seeing other perspectives doesn't require you to change your beliefs. It does, however, open up more possibilities for connection and understanding that are just not present when you don't actually see. But perhaps understanding yourself is the place to start, because when you do, it's easier to begin to understand others. My free gift to you, the ultimate DISC communication cheat sheet over at theintentionaloptimist.com forward slash cheat will help you start that journey. It's a packet that provides you with insight into how to leverage your best strengths and how to maximize your connection with others. I've even included tips on how to recognize the DISC type in kids and how to connect with them based on their type. 
If you're ready to step it up a notch, let's get you a DISC assessment. We can tap into your greatest motivations, improve your relationships, and accelerate your results. Head on over to theintentionaloptimist.com forward slash DISC to get started. Don't forget, as a special gift to my podcast listeners, you get 10% off when you enter the code podcast at checkout. Now, as we head into a new year, this is the perfect time to commit to moving forward in your passion or mission. I'm currently taking on one-on-one coaching clients, and I will be your cheerleader, bring clarity, help you see the big picture, and keep you grounded, all while helping you step into exactly who you are meant to be. At theintentionaloptimist.com, you'll find my own story, and you can contact me to set up a time to talk about how one-on-one coaching could be the answer for you. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you listen. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and it will help others find us. You'll also want to leave a review and a rating, because starting in the new year, I'm going to start sharing review spotlights. And if yours is shared, I'll offer you a free 30-minute coaching consultation. So... You get to share your opinion and win a prize. I truly enjoy sharing this time we have together each week, and I pray that you have a restful and happy end to your 2020. Until next time. Hey, thanks for listening today. If you're an intentional optimist and you love this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review with a five-star rating. You can also snap a screenshot right where you're listening, share it to social media, and tag me. This helps others find us and will have an even bigger impact. If you're curious what it would be like to work more closely with me or just to step up as an unconventional leader yourself, I invite you to schedule a free discovery session to talk with me and learn more. Just email me at andrea at theintentionaloptimist.com. If you're looking for an encouraging and uplifting community on Facebook, hop on over and join the Intentional Optimist group, women encouraging women from all over the globe. The community and email links are right here in the show description wherever you listen to the podcast. Until next time, remember, you're the answer. You are the future of leadership and the role models for future generations.